This is our Sunday morning podcast. What does life expect from you? Life expects a lot from you and I. Today is the day we have segments on the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, verse 25. It's not anything biblical like you think, but we're going to talk about verse 1, 25, verse 25 of chapter 1 of the Bible. Today is birthday for October 14th and your characteristics if you know if you were born on October 14th or know somebody, we're going to talk about those characteristics. Another segment is on Victor Frankl's book Man's Search for Meaning, which everybody should have in their library and reread and reread and take in. We're going to have a segment on cancer. If you get cancer, are you going to be proactive or are you going to be reactive? Another segment on the benefits of chard, the wonderful green vegetable. And what is your protocol for staying healthy? So off we go on to the podcast for this week. And in this short podcast, you can learn more than anywhere else on the internet so that your box, your mind can grow and develop into an awesome machine of knowledge that you will not get anywhere else. Make it fun. And learning is fun because it widens that box each of us live in because of our family, our heritage, our relationships, our environment, our lifestyle, our education and religions, and so on down the line with many things that make up each of us. Our first segment today will be from the Bible, and it will be looking at Genesis chapter 1, verse 25, which it's not biblical or, or anything, really. It's just talking about verse 25. Here is what that verse says from the King James Version from the Bible that my grandmother gave to my Uncle Ward. When he was in his 20s, his joints became frozen. So they they would not move, so he became disabled. And after my grandmother passed away in 1945, my father took care of him until he passed away about 1966. But before he became sick, he had been Des Moines, Iowa's number one tennis player in about 1915. But anyway, on to the verse. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. What does that mean? Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Who is us? Who is us? So what about let us make man in our image after our likeness? Well, you see, my thinking is from the Sumerian tablets that tell us that there were groups of beings, Enki and Enel, and all that came with the planet and they from another planet, and they dug for gold for protection from the sun. And the medical officer and the leader of the group mated with the, they set up genetic manipulation, genetic engineering, we call it today, but they set it up with the, the people, the Neanderthals that were already here, humanoids or close to Neanderthals. And then there was more working men that would dig for their gold. 
So to my thinking, after reading these, these ancient history tablets and men writing books about what happened somewhere between 400,000 years ago and today, that maybe they're talking about, about these people that came in verse 25. As we now know, the five books of Moses was written somewhere around 800 to 600 BC and not by Moses. It was written by different people, people identified as J, F, P, D, and so on. Different writing in different portions. Read Harold Bloom's book, The Book of J. And we've already talked about Israel Finkelstein's book and his book, The Bible Unearthed, and know that archaeology says different things than what the Bible says. It's there, but it's just different. I'm a strong believer in God and know that Jesus was there along with other great men who believed and knew God and that only one God created the universe. But there were little gods and they were out there for thousands and hundreds of thousands of years creating their things to make their world work. You need to read Gerald Clark's books about Anunnaki. He was an electrical engineer. You need to read, maybe read Zechariah Sitchin's books. He deciphered the Sumerian tablets, uh, or some of them at least. And there's M.J. Evans, a Ph.D. who's written on the Anunnaki family tree. Michael Tellinger, who has written on African temples of the Anunnaki. All know that there were visitors to earth and they have been included in the Bible, especially in verse 25. It is ancient history, and we will never know the full story. But I like putting the pieces of puzzle together and being a problem, problem solver and understanding and seeing the whole picture. On to the next segment, your characteristics if you were born October 2014th. You are a warm and giving person with an expressive and sophisticated way about you, and, are an, and you are an excellent communicator. On the exterior, you seem to be unconcerned, but really you are a serious Libra. You are exceptionally good at decorating and putting together an, an a likely and unique outfit. You have a way of putting things and people together that seems to illuminate your personality. You have a sense of what is right and what is wrong. Although creative, you have the smarts about you that can charm the most volatile person. Dealing with people seems to come easy to you. It is something that you have cultivated through the years. You tend to dislike anything that is ugly or vulgar. You think too much about pe what people may think if you are wrong. Your family taught you values and ethics that you have decided to keep and teach your children those same principles and ideas. You may have sleep problems. Now on to another segment about Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. It must be read by you and me. I read it over and over again because you want to keep going to the next level in your development as a human being. For myself, I do not believe that we should ever be so ingrained with somebody else's philosophy, but we can take what we can add to the meaning to our own unique philosophy for life. 
And that is what I do in all my readings and listening to others over the years. These authors and speakers have added to my life, but not made me who I am. Logotherapy, which Viktor Frankl created, focuses on the meaning of human existence, as well as on man's search for such meaning. According to Logotherapy, this striving to find a meaning in one's life is the primary motiv- motivational force in man. I believe that we all are, such, all, all are searching for meaning within our own parameters, from our heritage, our genes, our environment, our lifestyle. Be brave, be courageous, and step out of your box and build it bigger. I'm trying to build and build and expand my box as big as it will go. Like my dad said, you learn until the day you die. How true, how true. Okay, on to the next. What is your protocol if you get cancer or diabetes? Are you going to be proactive where you do preventive stuff? Are you going to wait till you get the disease and then go to the medical route? Well, I decided about 35 years ago to be proactive and to use the preventive theory where I would not get a disease. And if I do get a disease, I have a protocol I will follow at that time. Now on to the segment about the vegetable chard, C-H-A-R-D. I juice chard. And it is really good in salads because I like the flavor of it. But as a vegetable juice, I like it better than kale. And it is as nutritious as kale in all ways. Did you know that chard is closely related to beets and actually has the same scientific classification? But beets are usually cultivated for the roots while chard is grown for its leaves. Chard and beets go back thousands of years. It's hard to trace the exact lineage of our native region of Swiss charge, chard, but it is grown most commonly and easily in the northern hemisphere and is a very popular ingredient for Mediterranean cooks. The first use of documented use of chard in cooking was in Sicily. It is one of the highest nutritional green vegetables. It regulates blood sugar levels in our body. It helps with bone health, blood pressure, and heart health. Helps to prevent cancer, such as colon cancer. It is beneficial for cognitive development aids in regulating blood sugar levels, improves blood circulation in the body, reduces the risk of diabetes and strokes, stimulates bone growth and development, prevents macular degeneration and night blindness. Who knew? Eye care, healthy hair care, the leaves of Swiss chard, are shown in recent research to contain at least 13 different polyphenol antioxidants. Not all vegetables can lay claim 
to the phytonutrient power of Swiss charge, as well as its flexibility in the kitchen. I juice it, I eat it in salads, and I love it. It is very good. It's always in your grocery store and buy organic. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Talk to you next week. Have a great week. Love you all. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.